Hey everybody, it's Polyamoring the Podcast, and this is your host, Phoebe Fee Phillips. I am so glad to be back. This last month has just been a roller coaster of activity. Um, I started to pick up some more work. <laughs> Honestly, it's just a lot of work. Um, and it's been great because I love having money, but um, also it has taken away a little of my available time for editing. But we are back, and since the big summer parties are going to be concluding this weekend with Labor Day coming up, I don't anticipate that there should be that much holding me back from getting this back out to a weekly podcast. I want to send out a very special thank you from the bottom of my heart to my Patreon subscribers. The Patreon subscribers um, have not complained about their month of silence from me, and I really appreciate it. Um, I sent you all a special message in the Patreon app, so uh, check it out. Um, I am open to your suggestions about special Patreon-only content, and I want to give it to you because you deserve it. And, um, and, and as a thank you for continuing to, continuing to support this thing that I am doing. This episode that I'm coming back with, I'm the one you're listening to now, is going to be part one of a potentially two to three part series. I'm not completely done editing the second half of this yet. Um, but what it is, is I had interviewed the Trender System. This is back in June when we had this conversation. The Trender System is a group of multiple people, like multiple individuals who live within the same body. I think at the time that we were recording this episode, there were 17 or over 17 different people um, with unique voices, personalities, um, interests, and uh, relationships with the idea of polyamory. So... Um, I should say individuals, not people, because as you will hear in part one of this episode, they are not all human. So anyway, you are going to be listening to my interview with Ditto, who is kind of the um, spokesperson, I would say, for the Trender system. In the first half of our chat, um, you'll hear all about the different people, their names, and a little background information, and then we'll get into... Uh, their relationships with each other and their relationships with external people. So, uh, without further ado, and I will, any other things I want to say, I will say at the end of the episode. Uh, here is part one of the Trender System, and I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, part two will be forthcoming soon. And just in case you're not hearing this on the very moment that I post it, uh, today is August 30th, and soon we'll probably be at some point this weekend with parts two and or three. All right, enjoy. All right, everyone, welcome to Polyamoring. I have a really, I have special guests today. Um, I have the Trender system, or the Trenders. So currently I'm speaking with Ditto. Hello, Ditto. Hello. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and everyone else? All right. Uh, so, hello, I'm Ditto. Uh, my pronouns are Zizenza. Um, and and I, uh, I am polyamorous, and so is my system. Um, by system, I mean all the people who are living in the same body with me. 
Um, as of this recording, there are 18 of us. Um, and should I just go through everyone's names one at a time? I mean, sure, why not? I think that would be great. Maybe names and pronouns? Uh, yes, pronouns would be good too, because mm -hmm. there's lots of different pronouns here. Lots yes. of different gender. Um, so the way we usually go through is, is we've, we've long since given up trying to keep track of who got here and what order, so we just, we just go alphabetically. Perfect. That's the easy way to make sure that we've prevented everyone. Uh, so, so first and list by that metric is Alex, uh, who's they, them. Um, Alex and myself have been in the system the longest uh, at the time that we figured out that we were a system. Uh, there was just the two of us. And we've kind of collected more people along the way. Um, Alex and I are partners. Uh, we, we are queer platonic partners and co-parents. Um, and um, I think I've mentioned this already, but just to be clear, Alex is polyamorous as well. Uh, no monochromes in here. Um, and we also have relationships with uh, two people outside the system. Um, Next would be Ash, who is, whose pronouns are he, him. Um, and Ash is uh, my stepbrother, which of course also makes him uh, the uncle to my child. Um, I suppose I should go a, a bit more in depth in people's personality wise. Um, so let's back, let's back it up. Maybe you can fix this in editing. Uh, so Alex is is generally the person who's sort of our designated representative. Um, oh, this is going to get awkward. <laughs> okay, I've got to explain this. Uh, so Alex actually uses different pronouns depending on uh, how closely you know her. So, uh, so someone like myself, uh, who's her partner, obviously quite close, um, is allowed to use she, her, um, because uh, we, because we, we have an understanding that there's, there's no assumption of gender there. We know what her actual gender is, regardless of pronouns used. Um, so myself, as well as uh, a few close friends are allowed to call her that. But uh, in general, for public use, uh, Alex's pronouns are they, them. Um, Alex is the person who represents us online um, and, and generally tends to be the one who's who's um, who's at the most, um, by at I mean the one piloting the body. Um, and and she makes she's she's sort of the sort of the, the driving force behind most of our art, uh, all of our writing, our videos, that sort of thing. Uh, so Ash, again he him, my stepbrother, uh, Ash is uh, Ash tends tends to take the body at times when we need someone to who's not quite as disabled, tends to not really um, need mobility aids as much as the rest of us. Um, uh, so he, so he handles, handles a lot of medical appointments and grocery trips and that sort of thing. Um, and uh, true to his name, he uh, uh, likes, um, let, let's see, I'm just deciding what, uh, what euphemism I want to use here. Uh, he, he, he likes partaking of the devil's lettuce. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> although, although also tends to be the one least affected by it, which is kind of ironic. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of people in C. Uh, so also in here is Kat, 
cat uh, is not part of our family units. Cat um, is a she/her. Is cat's pronouns. Cat um, is short for Catalina, but don't ever, don't ever call her that. Just call her cat. But know in the back of your mind that it stands for Catalina. Um, she chose a Spanish name because um, that was the voice that she sort of came with. Um, in in her own words, she sounds like uh, a combination of Inigo Montoya. Uh, Heinz Doofenshmirtz, and uh, just a generally a Jewish woman. Oh, that's very uh, interesting. <laughs> um, and and cat cat tends not to not to not to be out as much as the rest of us. Um, she the main thing that she likes to do is just sort of collecting data. Um, I don't really know what she ever plans to do with the data. She just seems to like correct, collecting it. Um, and also playing Minecraft. Um, but because Alex is the one out the most, she tends to, to handle that job, and so we don't really need Kat. Um, so, it's, so she really only comes out uh, if there's something we, that we know she likes to do. Um, let's see who's, who's next up. Claudia. Oh, now I get to explain fake dudes. Uh, so Claudia's pronouns are Ziza, uh, spelled X-I-X-I-R, um, and Claudia is affective. Uh, so, so what affective is, is someone in a system who's sort of based on or, or has some connection to a fictional character. Um, so, so, the, the, so the whole uh, uh, the, the appearance and personality and uh, sometimes the memories, not in our case, but a lot of systems get memories as well. And uh, Claudia is a fictive of a character from Umbrella Academy, uh, which is a comic and a TV show. So he's kind of more like the TV version. Um, I don't... Uh, I don't want to, to sound insulting here, but uh, the main thing that Claudia does is drugs. Um, <laughs> oh, I think I know which character from Umbrella Academy Claudia might be then. <laughs> um, yes, that's possibly worth noting. Uh, Claudia is not the name that's used in the yes. show or comic. No. Um, but <laughs> so he got here in the system. Uh, he didn't really feel like it fits. And um, honestly, kind of bold of the writers to to assume that people would keep their names especially the last name because you know that's their abuser mm -hmm. um, uh but yes it's kind of a it's it you know the name is the name is similar it's kind of a feminized version um what what uh, the term we usually use to uh to describe that is is when someone jonifers themselves <laughs> uh there's an old video i think it was on fine originally back when that existed, uh, where I sort of making fun of like stereotypical uh, trans narratives that's it's is a person who's who's uh, who's a trans man and and says and says, Hi everybody, my name's Jennifer. Well, it used to be Jennifer, but now I'm Jennifer and this is my story. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then we get to Clementine, who I'm um, not sure how much I want to say about Clementine. Uh, Clementine is my daughter and Alex's daughter. Uh, pronouns uh, she, her, or fey, femme, fair. Um, either one is fine. Uh, Clementine is six or ten years old. Um, there's, there's, there's sort of two versions of Clementine. We count 
we count them each as a separate person because they can sort of uh, in in our in you know back in the mind they can interact with each other so we count them as separate um, and yeah I don't know how much I want to put out about children online so I think I'll stop there I do have one question um, does Clementine age or is she perpetually uh, six or ten years old uh, sort of um, we've uh, so so um, once upon a time um, there is only six mm-hmm. and, and that was the only claim time we knew and and then we tried some of the same meditation stuff that we do to find people in general and we found we found another Clementine who was who was 10 years old mm-hmm. um, at this point we believe that there's probably uh, there's probably a 13 year old Clementine and a 17 and maybe a 21 but we haven't uh, haven't found them yet. They're either not here or they're or they're dormant. Um, so 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 Clementine doesn't doesn't exactly age. It's just there's there's different there's different versions of um, that that we can that we can visit at different times. Okay, thank you. So you know so you know there's there's ten year old Clementine, but but you know even now that we've found her, we can still we can still go back and interact with six year old Clementine as well. Okay. They, they, they exist at the same time. It's like having a, it's like having a time machine without the yeah. paradoxes. It's, <laughs> okay. It's, it's like, it's like having an old uh, childhood video that you can, that, that you, you can interact with and, and will respond dynamically. That's pretty wonderful. If you think about it. Uh, okay. So more people. There's uh, Connie. So I've explained fictives. Now let's get to factives. Uh, similar concept. Uh, a factive is someone. Someone uh, again. It's a system-specific term. Um, there's there's different terms for for when similar things happen not in systems. Um, but in a system, a factive is someone who's who's sort of a copy of, of another person from outside the system, not a fictional character, but an actual person. Um, okay. In our case, uh, all the factives in the Trender system, they're not, it's, it's actually kind of ambiguous, I suppose, whether they should be considered factives or fictives. We consider them factives, um, but they're all based on people uh, who, we, who we interact with online, who have sort of an online persona, that's that's separate from how they are day to day, and so um, uh, so Connie is a factive of contrapoints, um, and and we 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 say we say of contrapoints and not of Natalie Wynn person behind contrapoints because we don't we don't know Natalie Wynn. we don't know what Natalie Wynn is like outside the context of playing her character on contrapoints, um, and that's also why. Um, she's chosen to go by the name Connie uh, rather than rather than be called Natalie because we don't want mm-hmm. anyone to be under the impression that that this is impersonation or plagiarism or anything. Um, we're just trying to describe our situation, right? Um, and in case you um, you're not familiar, um, contrapoints and by extension Connie as well uh, is is kind of a perpetual drag queen. Oh, I don't think I said pronouns. Connie's pronouns are she her. Um, and uh, Connie is a trans woman, but is also kind of in drag queen mode, 
workload all the time. Um, kind of a, uh, uh, she's, she, she's kind of a, uh, a, a fancy, um, you know, likes pristine things and elegance and beauty and being served, that kind of drag queen. Nice. Um, uh, there's, let's see, we've got Curry. There's not much to say about Curry is a cat. Um, uh, Curry is part of the family unit, uh, along with me and Alex and Clementine and Ash. Um, uh, Curry's pronouns, uh, Curry doesn't have a gender because cats don't have genders, but he, him feels right. So that's what we call him. Um, he pretty much acts as a cat would, uh, oh, he's a, he's a kitten about three months old human time. Uh, judging by how he looks, we don't, he just, you know, that's the age that he appeared in. And then we just sort of looked up online, uh, pictures of cats at different ages. And we said, well, the three month old ones look up, look like him. <laughs> Yay, kitties. How does, um, how does Curry communicate? Uh, like a cat does. Um, he, he can meow, he, he, he can sort of purr. Um, obviously the human body doesn't really do that, but he finds a way. Um, and he can, he can, you know, point at things and paw at them. Uh, so <laughs> there's, there's still a bit of difficulty there. Mm-hmm. Other people uh, in our life don't, you know, outside the system usually don't really understand him that well. Um, it kind of needs needs more time and more relationship with them because uh, uh, because obviously when 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 Curry is out uh, the rest of us can't pop in and comment and explain what he's doing it mm-hmm. has to it, it it has to all come from him yeah um, next alphabetically would be me and I've already talked a bit about myself um, but there's also there's also another person in here named Ditto uh, so. Uh, it's very common in systems that uh, people will split. In fact, that's that's probably the most well-known um, kind of system is one where you have you have an original person, and then usually because of trauma, they they you know their minds you know, splits into into uh, different parts. You know, who grow up as, as different people. Um, so. So that happened with me. Uh, there used to be one ditto and then we split into two and neither of us uh, wanted to choose a new name. We both really liked the name ditto. So we just keep it that way. Um, if we need to differentiate, we call, uh, we call me demon ditto and we call the other one human ditto. Okay. <laughs> uh, so obviously we're quite similar in many respects. Uh, we're both British. Um, we're, we're, we're both lesbians, um, and, uh, probably the most important bit to note for, for this podcast is that, uh, we were already, um, in our relationship, uh, with, with Alex and, and, uh, and we already had Clementine, um, at the time that that split happened. So, so each of us individually, we, we just sort of maintained the same relationships that we had before. So. So now Clementine has three moms. Um, Alex has two partners who are who are in the system. Um, it's it's not a triad because me and the other ditto I don't really do much with each other, so it's more of a V. Um, and were the were you and the other ditto already dating, like one of your external partners? Uh, yes, we we. Uh, both of our external partners, um, they they knew us back when there was when there was one ditto. One ditto. 
Um, and same as with Alex, they they sort of just said, well, well, I love both of you. I, okay. I, I love you so. when you when you are combined, and I love each separate aspect. So, um, so surprisingly, not a lot changed there. Mm-hmm. So that uh, they got another partner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got another partner without all of the like getting to know you part because they already knew you. Yeah, I mean, kind of. No, n- neither of us are exactly like like the way we were before. Okay. Um, and you know that's perhaps something worth talking about um, as we get more in depth about the relationships because there are some some dynamics that have changed. Okay. Um, we're still in relationships, but the relationships are different now. Uh, so let's see, we skipped a whole lot of the alphabet and then, uh, KL. Okay. Uh, so KL's pronouns are she, her. Um, KL is, it uh, seems to be part of some of a, of a music group that's existed at one point, perhaps, um, I mean, not to get metaphysical, but, uh, Kale is a, a black musician from New York. Um, uh, she is uh, primarily a lyric writer, although um, hasn't really had much of an opportunity to do that here. Um, and we don't ha- we don't have any memories of, of you know, what the, what the songs were like before. We know that they were that they were probably hip hop and 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 trap and um, things around that area, maybe a bit of EDM. Um, but we don't remember any specific songs, unfortunately. So it's kind of kind of hard to start, start over from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, uh, this body already does come with some musical knowledge, so not not starting from nothing. But um, yeah, she's still kind of kind of warming up to making music again. Um, and Kl can perhaps say more about herself, um, as she's one of the people who uh, we're expecting to speak today. Excellent. I look forward to meeting her. Uh, next we have Lucien. Lucien's pronouns are he, him. And I don't know, he's not, um, not the most open book kind of person. All we can really say about him is, uh, he's an angel when, when we interact with him internally, he's got, he's got these giant wings. Um, uh, angel of the Christian variety, although none of us are Christian religiously. And he's he's quiet, contemplative. Not a big fan of technology. Hmm. Uh, that's about about all I can think of saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe if he started opening up more, there'd be more to say. Uh, uh, RT is next. Um, RT uh, just spelled like the the letters RT. Um, Arthur, if you fancy. Um, RT is another factive, uh, this time of a, uh, a Twitch streamer by the name of RT Game. Just sort of dropped the game part, but like the name RT. Um, again, that's not, that's not the original guy's name, um, nor is Arthur. Um, RT pretty much only comes out when in video games, and, and more specifically video games that have an element of, uh, kind of messing around and uh, like a, like a, a space to mess around and not really do uh, what the game expects you to do. Uh, so far his favorite games are Scribble Knots and City Skylines, uh, where, he, where he likes to uh, uh, 
uh, in Scribble Knots, he likes to find creative ways to to kill everyone in a game where the whole goal is to you know, help people and earn stars by being nice. Um, and in City Skylines, he's an authoritarian dictator. Um, uh, oh, no, I'm being awful with the pronouns. Oh, his pronouns are he, him. Oh, I think, well, I thought you said it. At least you may have referred to him as he, and that's how I picked it up. But I wrote it down, so. Uh, let's see. Next in line would be six. Uh, six is they or it. It's kind of tentative. Uh, we don't really know much about six because um, six is what we call uh, a non-fronter. Um, uh, the front is another term for, for being the one who's piloting the body. Um, um, and uh, six noticed that they're, they, they're the most, they have the greatest experience of, of this ability here. Um, they, they feel uh, our chronic illnesses the most. And um, so after a few times uh, being out, they kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, I don't need to do this. There's, there's other people here. And, and they, just, they just sort of, you know, said, said peace, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't get me out here again unless there's something that, that needs the whole system to come to a consensus. Um, and that's why their name is Six, because they, they, didn't, they didn't want to stick around long enough to choose the name. They just happened to be the sixth person that we discovered. Okay. Uh, let's see, who else? Who am I forgetting? Uh, Sophie. Uh, Sophie's pronouns are he, him. Actually, no, Sophie's pronouns we thought were he, him. Uh, actually, any pronouns are fine. Um, and Sophie is, is uh, the last of the factives. Uh, Sophie is a factive of Philosophy Tube, uh, which is a YouTube series uh, created by Oliver Thorne. Um, and uh, Sophie pretty much just got the personality traits of, of being a philosopher. Um, uh, it just really likes to, uh, uh, really like, likes the writing. Um, as, uh, they kind of knew, but might take over some of the writing from Alex, um, just because you know it's a great it's a great place to get philosophical. Mm -hmm. um, if it, if I don't have a lot to say about a person, it's either because because they haven't been very open, or because they they kind of new and haven't really had a chance to define themselves as much as the rest. Uh, then there's Sue, who's the other fictive besides Claudia. Uh, Sue is is based on the character of Sue from an anime called Monster Musume. Uh, Sue is a, is, is a slime girl um, who uh, up until this point still hasn't really figured out how to pilot the body. Um, ah, I came with the pronouns. Sue pronouns she, her. Um, uh, when Sue comes out, she just, she just kind of, uh, she just kind of melts and falls on the floor and, and, can't move very much or speak very much. Um, so we've tried some things internally to facilitate that, but um, last we checked, not all the frog is there. And is that uh, T-S-U? S-U-U. Uh, S-U-U, -U. okay. Okay. What else we got in here? There's no one who starts with a T. Uh, uh, there's one person who's only ever been out one time. Um, we're, we're just sort of tentatively calling them unknown. Um, they seem to be kind of a trauma-related, like like a, a rose out of trauma, because um, they kind of uh, 
just take over in in situations of extreme stress and and uh, kind of get us, get us a you know take what you need attitude to get out of it. Um, no particular pronouns have been declared, so we're just using they them tentatively. And lastly, go, I'm sure we've gone through the whole alphabet at this point because. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I've I've been keeping count. I think this is the last one. Uh, <laughs> Zephyr. Um, oh, that's a cool name. They them. Um, uh, Zephyr is a wind spirit, and our first clue to that was that they were the only person who, from day one, right away knew what their name was, and that name was Zephyr. Um, and now that we've done some 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 more looking internally, we've 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 seen. Oh yes, they're just they're they're sort of um, we we call it their true form is just kind of a. a Kind of a floaty ball that swirls around and likes to to likes to fly and play with pinwheels. Nice. Um, when Zephyr is is in the body, um, they they they're kind of like a they're kind of like a, a hyper ADHD sort of personality. Um, they're uh, they're they're non They uh, communicate primarily in uh, American Sign Language, and and they. They like to run. They they get our body. It's 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 a necessary exercise that most of the rest of us can't do. Um, and they like to play uh, certain types of video games that have that are that are fast and have a lot of stimulation, like uh, uh, Danmaku games. Um, and do, can you all uh, speak American Sign Language? Yes, uh, we, we we knew American Sign Language before Zephyr came around. Okay, and it, well that's it helpful. Yeah, we took we took college classes for two years. At one point, had an intention to become uh, an interpreter, and then we dropped out of college, so that didn't happen. <laughs> Yay, fellow dropouts! <laughs> the YouTuber industry. Excellent, and I definitely want to talk about that too, and give you a chance to tell people about your YouTubing. Um, okay, well, it's uh, and then you you asked me to let you know. So it's been about thirty minutes that you Ditto have been speaking. So I don't know if you want to uh, give KL or Alex the floor. Wow. <laughs> List everybody. I, I mean, you, I'm also happy to keep talking to Ditto. So whatever you like, just <laughs> let me let me get at least yes. let me get one relationship related question before absolutely. I um, so. Uh, you have, so talk, tell me ditto about your relationships with external people. So there, there, there are, we, uh, we have two external partners. Um, uh, me and Alex actually have the same partners. Um, we're all polyamorous and so we've, we've kind of just gravitated towards the same people. Um, so, um, I guess I should go in chronological order of when we sort of got into a relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, uh, so the first person um, who I didn't have uh, didn't have an opportunity to ask if we could say her name on the podcast. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna call her by the, the by her code name. I'm gonna call her Thorn. Um, uh, we met her in in a support group, and 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 she was the first person that we we kind of. Kind of, kind of, we kind of extracted each other from the group because we didn't really need it anymore. Um, and 
our relationship with her it has has definitely evolved over time. Uh, she's a very sexual person, and and we were we were definitely happy to explore that at, um, at the beginning. And um, for for uh, for external reasons, we've had to kind of cut back on that and sort of sort of redefine our relationship more recently um, as as the way we, 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 we only, um, at, at this point, we only go as far as kissing and cuddling. Um, and, um, we mostly, we, we mostly, um, consume art together. Um, that's, that's what I do. And I, I think that's what I like as well. Um, we, we like to, uh, read, read books and, and listen to audiobooks and podcasts and, and watch TV together. And and it's and it's not so much about just you know sit. I mean, part of it is sitting there cuddling with each other and having something to look at while we cuddle cuddle each other. Um, but we're also um, very analytical people who who like to to really dig deep into things. Um, and so those those are the main things that we do together. Um, Alex more so that's <laughs> that's more her speed. Um, but I I can as well. Um, one one thing that we haven't really had a chance to delve into much is so 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 she's like like the subbiest sub who ever subbed. Uh, are um, you talking about Alex or Thorn? Uh, Thorn. Okay. Yes. And and at the time we met her, there there wasn't there wasn't really anyone who quite fit into that. You know, we we sort of tried to switch roles because she, she's, you know, she's so much into that space that she can turn anyone into a dom. <laughs> I'd like to but, see her try. Not, 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 <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it always had to be more of a situation where, where you're laughing through it. Um, it, it wasn't until uh, the, the uh, let's see, I'll call the, I guess I'll call the event the Ditto Split, uh, it wasn't until that happened that that we actually had a dom in the system, uh, and that's me. Um, and it's and it's kind of awkward because you know m- my nature is is I'm a very sexual person, um, but uh, for reasons I can't get into, um, as that's Alex's decision whether she wants to get into it. Um, but uh, point is, I can't I can't really act on that. I can't, I, I can't really act as a sexual person, um, until we have some other issues resolved. And, and so it's kind of awkward where, you know, you have this perfect pair of, you know, let, lesbian sub, lesbian dom, both very sexual people. Um, but we kind of have to hold off on that. Um, and, and, and as a result, um, I've kind of, I've kind of spent less time with, with Thorn lately, um, just because we we sort of divide our time, or at least we try to. Um, as I'm speaking in the system sense now. Uh, we divide who who gets to be in the body according to you know opportunities to to pursue your interest to do what that particular person likes, um, and and so um, and so when Thorn's around, um, it's just kind of that's that's Alex hour because you know we can still do. The, we, we, we can still do the media dissection, but we can't really do any of the sexual stuff. Um, and I know that I'm, I know that Fawn would like to see me more often. And so, you know, it kind of goes both ways. Sure. 
Yes. Do you? I'm sure you miss her. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that would be difficult. I, I, I hope that you're able to resolve it because I'm, I'm sure that you and Thorne would love to be able to express yourselves at some point the way you want to. Um, so, but Thorne is okay. So Thorne was dating you and Alex pre Ditto split, and so now is also dating. Hu- would you say, human Ditto? Human Ditto. Uh, that's what we call the other one. <laughs> yeah, other Ditto. <laughs> So is that right? Uh, other ditto who's who's uh, who's not a dom, um, and so may, may, maybe she doesn't uh, miss Sam quite as much as me. <laughs> you know, sub and sub not quite as not, not quite as easy to do. Yeah, we generally don't. We spend a lot of time just going. Uh, so what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> um, uh, why don't you do this thing to me? Well, no, I want you to do that to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens, pretty much. <laughs> um, I suppose I um, I didn't go into this quite as much earlier, um, but uh, human ditto also is for the most part a non-fronter, like six. Okay. Um, uh, for different reasons, though, it's because uh, human ditto is kind of the emotional core of the system. Um, I'm still a still a very emotional person, but I don't sort of have that relationship. I don't really have that um, that 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 inner system function. Uh, mm-hmm. That's it. Um, and as the emotional core, um, this kind of um, reached a point of uh, being out for too long um, spirals into depression, and that winds up throwing the entire system. Right. Um, I imagine. And so we've we've kind of come to, to the conclusion that you know we still we still count Sam as part of our relationships because you know we we love Sam we 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 want to see Sam um, but it's not really feasible until until we get more general life things sorted out and you know find a a, a better anti-depression regimen um, for now the kind of the kind of uh, voluntarily dormant. Okay. How how long ago was the split? Uh, that was last December. Okay, so that was relatively recent. We're talking about six months. Okay. Yes. That then then that kind of uh, gives some clarification to why there's still a lot of figuring things out and finding balance because it's still yeah, pretty a, new. A lot, a lot of things have happened recently. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the most recent actually is. Uh, it was just two months ago uh, uh, that we that we noticed that we we started noticing uh, Connie and Sophie, um, and it wasn't in, and it wasn't until just one month ago that we kind of figured out, yeah, these these are people we need to accept that the the the, the part of this now. Um, okay, and then you and then there's also another external partner. Yes. So um, the other partner's name is Izzy. We did have that conversation, so we can just call her her name. Yes. And um, she, her pronouns. And uh, we also uh, we also met her in the, the same support group, actually, but um, didn't really realize there was a romantic connection there until later. Um, uh, Izzy, we're, we're, we're currently living with her. Uh, we were we were living in Air and Airbnbs prior, and and now we've got a, we've got our own bed. It's on the floor, but it works. Um, 
and in it, it and uh, my relationship with her is this is probably actually the point we should switch because I feel like Alex has okay. the best to this. With me, it's it it's it's kind of more that relationship of eh, we kind of want to do things, but we kind of can't. Um, we we do have days where where we we both feel in a very cuddly mood, and those those are lovely. Um, that's that's pretty much all we do. Yeah, you know, she, she always gets gets excited to see me because yeah, because I'm a great kisser, and and uh, uh, she considers me the the hot one. Uh, <laughs> that's sweet. But yeah, you know, I think I think that's about all there is to say. Okay. For now, <laughs> hopefully that uh, that becomes more expensive in the future. Okay, and and then your let's let's talk a little bit. Let's go back out to talking about polyamory and how uh, the plural you all of you decided polyamory was the way to go. So we we kind of have to go back all the way to a time when there were just two of us. There was mm-hmm. there was you know. Me and the other Didero were, were were one person, and and it was and it was just me and Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, we, as far as we can tell, me and Alex have kind of been here since birth, um, and then and then other people came uh, a lot more recently. So so as far as just just me and Alex figuring this out, um, we went through a lot of monogamous relationships just because that was. That was the, kind of the default. So that was what that's what's just what's assumed that you do, and and none of them worked out. In particular, uh, it 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 didn't help that we had a lot of negative experiences with polyamory as our introduction to polyamory. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the first time that that that, that word ever came up in a relationship. Uh, got changed to oh this is an open relationship and and there was there was clearly a miscommunication there because uh, we were under the impression um, it's, it's kind of awkward for me to say it because we hadn't figured out we were a system yet um, but we were under the impression that open relationship meant okay you know we're primaries and we can date other people we thought this was that. Thought of open relationship as the same thing as uh, hierarchical polyamory, mm-hmm. um, and you know, the, the, as the moment it was brought up, and we thought, hmm, how do I, uh, how do I feel about my partner having sex with other people? I don't really feel anything. It's fine. Sure, let's do this. Um, and so, and so she did, and and then we said, it, and then it, it wasn't really healthy though because we kind of just. Felt like felt neglected because of the lack of time. Uh, yeah, right. felt almost like the other person was taking priority, and so he said, "Okay, well then we're gonna go out and date as we agreed to." And 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 the moment that we found another person in to, to date, um, that was when that was when uh, the primary partner said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." I, when I said open relationship, I meant we can have sex with other people. I didn't mean that you can go out and date people and have and, and have romantic experiences with other people. Um, oh, so that's boy. That's yeah. when that relationship fell apart. As it does. Um, and, at this, wait, and at this point, you didn't realize you were a system yet? Or has that... Right. Okay. So even, even more, I'm um, sure that just added more confusion to the whole process. 
Yeah, because the, the, the thing that happens when, when you, don't, you don't know you're a system is uh, people accuse you of inconsistent behavior mm-hmm. and you can't, you can't explain it. Yeah. Because system is the explanation, but you, but you haven't figured it out yet. So it's just like, yeah, I guess I act inconsistently sometimes. I guess I'm very emotional. Yeah, there's not really any understanding for why you're doing it until you figure out why you're doing it and that nobody nobody's default is there's more than one person in there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's 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 any what anyone goes to as the as the first experience. Yeah. No. <laughs> I would I would probably say that would and it's, definitely it's, not be the first. It's always been the case that um I'm kind of the more emotional one and Alex is the more analytical one uh and and so, you know, we we thought it was just Alex, because um, just just because like left brain dominant tends to be assumed as like that's the real book that's that's that's, that's the real one. Mm-hmm. Um, but in in retrospect, we can see that oh, a lot of the times when we were emotional, oh, that was actually me. But we didn't but we didn't have the language to to even understand that for ourselves at the time. Of course, for the people. Uh, a question: Do you all share? all of the, the whole system share the same memories of what's happening to whoever's in control of the body? Yes. Okay. Um, that, that's something that varies between systems. Uh, a lot of systems have total amnesia. They, you know, as soon as someone switches in, they have no idea what's going on. They have to hope that the last person wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be very confusing. We share everything. Um, and, you know, it tends to be systems with shared memory who needs longer to figure out that's what's going on because when you because when you have uh it's called dissociative amnesia when you switch between people and you can't remember what the last person was doing usually well then you have amnesia and you go see a psychologist to figure that out and then and then the psychologist says did you know that at the times that you forget things you act really different interesting interesting so it would have taken longer because you remembered what anyone was doing yeah, since mm-hmm. we, we thought that this was all just a continuous stream of one person. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, where did I... Let's see. Yeah, so, again, you wanted me to let you know that we've... You this, and I have been talking probably, for a while. <laughs> this is probably a good, a good time for me to step out and let, let other people have the spotlight. Well, I don't know if you'll be coming back, Ditto, so I want to thank you for being on in case you don't come back Um You've been a delight, and I've been so happy to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, there you have it. That is part one of the Trender System interview with Ditto. Um, I do hope that you uh, enjoyed, got something out of this episode. It was really a fascinating conversation. I had such a great time speaking with all of the people who came out to talk to me that day. Um, as I mentioned, uh, Patreon supporters, uh, I, I did put that message out to you about possible bonus content and that may or may not include, uh, the video, uh, maybe more the slightly unedited version of the video because it is three hours long. Um, I've also got some other ideas out there like, uh, live readings of some of my older blog posts and kind of a little inside information about what inspired them or uh, what, if anything, has changed on my outlook on whatever it was that I wrote about back then. Um, and question and answer sessions like Patreons can Patreon subscribers can send me questions and I will do uh, podcast extra 
audio podcast recording of all the answers. Um, anyway, sky is, well, there is a limit below the sky, but I am open to hearing anything that you want to tell me about what you would love to have as bonus content as a way of saying thank you to, uh, the amazing support that you're giving me. Um, really the goal with the Patreon support is to get enough money every month to pay someone to edit these podcasts for me so that I no longer have to, uh, do that. And, um, well, I strongly believe that having that availability of, uh, professional editing will not only improve the sound quality of this podcast, but it will also get it out on time more often. So, uh, please, if you are someone who enjoys this podcast and or wants to support what I'm doing here, uh, visit us at patreon.com slash polyamoring. And I am also at polyamoring everywhere else, including Facebook and FetLife and Twitter and Instagram. And the website is polyamoring.blog and the email address is polyamoring at gmail.com. So, uh, Mulholland is in the background meowing as he always does when he hears me in this office talking to myself. Um, with that, I am going to leave you for this evening or whatever time of day it is that you are hearing this. And, uh, we'll be back with the rest of the Trender System interview, uh, very shortly with parts two and comma or three, I guess it's and slash or whatever. It's been a long day. Did I tell you, I didn't even tell you that when I, okay, I'm just going to talk to you like you're a person. Hi, podcast listener. Uh, I started editing this episode, uh, a couple weeks ago and it's, it's long, it's three hours. Um, there were a lot of pauses and, and the, you know, the, in order to try and get it down to a reasonable amount of time for a podcast episode, um, it took quite a bit of editing. So when I came back up into my office this afternoon to finish it out, I couldn't find it anywhere. Like it was gone and I was just in shock. I, there's anybody who's my friend on Facebook probably saw. I was just in shock that this episode was gone and that I hadn't saved it. Um, so I went downstairs to feed the cats and get a glass of water and kind of do a little centering exercise because I was freaking out a little bit and then came back up. And in the process of finding the original file so that I can start editing it again from scratch, I found the saved work project that I was working on with the edits already inside. So I saved myself three extra hours of work on this and I'm so glad uh, because it's made it possible to get this episode out to you today. There you go. Now you have that information. All right. It's a long weekend. We're going into Labor Day weekend of 2019. And I just want to tell you all to have an amazing end of your summer break and have a safe and fun and enjoyable holiday. If you are in the States where this holiday is being celebrated and be good to yourselves because you deserve it.